Ahoy, Ready Crew. This is Captain Eric. Just giving you a quick update for those who may have missed our important update uh, for the podcast. July 1st, 2020, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Mixer. We are going to be debuting the first episode of our sister show, Video Bob Game Pants. If this is the first time you're ever hearing about this, what is the show? Well, Video Bob Game Pants is going to be chronicling every single SpongeBob game that I can get my hands on. Obviously, there's some outliers out there, um, but we're going to be streaming episodes uh, almost monthly of different video games uh, and of course the first one the first video game Spongebob ever appeared in is Nicktoons Racing so on July 1st me and some guests are going to be playing through all three versions of Nicktoons Racing we're going to try to get the fourth the uh, the arcade version uh, in-house but that's not a promise at this point um, so we have some some surprises uh, we'll have some fun. I would love to see as many of you as you can to come out. Um, we can talk about the show. We can talk about what you're what you're currently listening to, other podcasts. Uh, I, I would like to be this to be a uh, a big event for the Ready Crew. So July first, two thousand twenty, eight p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Mixer. Search SpongePod Squarecast and follow us because I go up randomly with playing games like Maneater and, of course, Battle for Bikini Bottom Rehydrated I'm going to play right when it releases on June 23rd. Uh, so follow us on Mixer and enjoy the show. Magic Conj, will I ever get to meet Tom Kenny? Maybe someday. Oh, so you're saying there's a chance. Okay, okay. Should I tell fans of the show how they can support us? Yes. Goofy Goobers, supporting the show is shockingly easier than catching a blue jellyfish. Right from our Anchor page, anchor.fm slash spongepod, you can find links to all of our social media and a support button if you happen to have a few extra clams. Also follow us on mixer.com slash spongepodsquarecast, where it's not only the official home to our sister show, Video Bob Game Pants, it's also where I stream live drawings of various Nickelodeon characters and host the opportunity for commissions and giveaways. Lastly, the official merchandise store is now open at redbubble.com slash people slash spongepod, where various designs will be uploaded inspired by our show, including our official logo, which is now available on a multitude of products like t-shirts, stickers, duvet covers, and even a shower curtain. This is a podcast by a fan for fans and will always be fan-driven. Any way you see fit on supporting our show is much appreciated. Thank you and enjoy. Ahoy, mateys, and welcome to another episode of I'm Ready, a SpongePod Squarecast. My name is Captain Eric, captain of the Ready Crew all of you out there listening, I love all of you. Thank you for all of the support, all of the uh, wonderful messages. Uh, I am excited, I, super excited. I, I, I'm always excited to record this show, but I am super excited after uh, getting all of that information off of my chest um, because, man, it's just, uh, it's, for me, it's, uh, I think a lot about this show it means the world to me and um and i've had information like that brewing for so long i mean even something like uh our our upcoming live stream on july 1st 2020 video bob game pants mixer.com slash spongepod squarecast uh I, I had that at the inception of the show. I thought about that being a, a like a sister option a reason to play all the spongebob video games um and the fact that it's upcoming, it's it, like, I don't, 
maybe for some people it's easy for them to uh, come up with something and, and do it the next day. I am very methodical in the things I make. And I mean, going back to when I first started SpongePod Squarecast, I told people that I, I had the idea for this show for, for years, but I didn't hit the grindstone. I was so concerned about what it would come off like and man is it going to be a flop and you know the biggest thing the biggest piece of advice I can give to aspiring content creators out there people who want to start a YouTube show people who want to start a podcast and they see uh, other successful shows um, look at Joe Rogan who just signed an incredible deal with Spotify Um, go back to to the Joe Rogan experience from episode one, episode two, his early stuff, and then look at it now. That's that's evolution. And the only way you get to where he is now is you got to start at episode one. Yes, you do want to put your best foot forward, but as long as you are consistent, the great the late great macho man Randy Savage has a saying, the cream rises to the top. And as long as you are good and consistent, you will you will get to that moment where the show becomes what you always wanted it to be. But you have to start somewhere. Don't be afraid to get up, scream at the top of your lungs that I say I'm ready and and go after your goals. I could be a motivational speaker, I think, if I really tried. Um at the at the time of this recording, uh I, I do want to address there have been a lot of of unrest and uh, some issues in our in our country, and uh, it is it is certainly certainly heartbreaking. Um, and the, for me, I'm I'm not going to get into uh, specifics or or opinions. Um, I think I think what I'll I w- will say will speak for itself. Um, but what's shocking to me is you would think at this point. Um, you would you would feel desensitized to to some of the issues that happen until the next thing happens, and every time I just go, I, I'm just bewildered. I'm I'm almost speechless, and even on my own personal social medias, I haven't said much. But I I think this quote from also the late great Martin Luther King Jr. Um, is so powerful. And it, and it just covers everything that I feel, and I think it covers everything that, that anyone um, dealing with unrest or outrage about this, I, I think this is a message that, that speaks for everybody. And the quote is this, Injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. When I read that, and I've read that over time, you know, um, but anytime it comes up, it's... It's a super powerful message. It's it, it just it's one of those things that you could you could write an entire book almost off of that premise, um, and that's where you know there's there's we've had certain people um, in that have lived before us the, just these very intelligent human beings who have had the most beautiful sentences and anecdotes to say, and and I just and that's that's one of my favorites, but especially during this time. Um, you know, I, I, it, it's, it's scary. It's a scary time. Um, but that's why fans of, I don't want to just say fans of SpongeBob, but for someone like me personally, this is where I kind of look to SpongeBob and, and other things 
because when you look outside and you and you look at what's going on in the world, there's there's certainly things that we can all do as a community. But on those moments where it's like eleven o'clock at night, there there really isn't nothing you can do at that point, and you just you go offline, you, you shut everything down for a second, and it's just you and yourself and your thoughts. I I could watch an episode of SpongeBob, and in that eleven minutes, twelve minutes. I feel okay for me personally. It doesn't work for everybody and everybody is going to have a different vice or a different thing they're into that they do to escape for that moment. And when you come back out and it's not, yes, entertainment and nostalgia, it's an escape. But to me, when I feel that optimism that everything is going to be okay, I feel better moving forward and doing what I can as a person to make sure that the people around me and the people I care about are also okay. And, um, you know, that's, like I said, uh, it's been a, I, I'm, I'm a, usually have a lot to say. I, I'm a very, um, Man, the words just just escape me. And thank goodness for Martin Luther King Jr. for that statement. Because if I had to make a statement like that on my own, I don't know if I could. Uh, I probably could. I I, I don't know what I'm saying. But um, I just want anyone out there to know who's listening to this, um, especially coming off of uh, Mental Health Awareness Month, um, talk to people. Talk to your friends. Talk to your family. Be open. Let them know how you're feeling. And just don't ever hold anything in. Um, that's that's the best piece of advice I can give. Uh, I I have dealt my whole life with depression and um, dealt with anxiety without even knowing there was a word to associate with. Just um, having just the way my mind would race alone some nights. Uh, and the, the, the best medicine in the world for me has always been just being able to talk to people. And even if you go from four friends telling the same story of how you're feeling and you get each and every one of their opinions um, or their, uh, their you know, nice things to say, compliments, it, each one, you feel better and you feel better and you feel better and you feel okay to move on and move forward. And that's what I've been doing. Um, so, so please, by all means, uh, if you are feeling super down and you have no one to speak to, reach out to me. I will talk to you. I have no problem with that whatsoever. Um, I'm here for you just as I would hope you guys, uh, people who enjoy the content I'm putting out, um, are, are here for me as well. Uh, please, this is not going like (laughs) I've said this before. This is not a podcast. That's just going to be me giving up. Oh, well, I only have X amount of people listening. It's not enough for me to continue. Uh, I enjoy this for myself. And that's kind of an important thing. Back to you, you fledgling uh, content creators out there. You have to enjoy it yourself before other people are going to enjoy it. Don't do something just for money or or just to try to make it big. Like you got to want to love to do something for years, even if 10 people are only listening or watching you. Um, but this is all over the place. Anywho, on to the episode. Today we are watching Nature Pants, which is such a pivotal, pivotal, <laughs> pivotal, pivotal episode of SpongeBob's first season in this day and age of memes because 
there's one scene in this episode that has made two different memes that are still popular. They've been around for like two years now, it feels, and they're still getting, uh, you know, here and there some good some good use out of the meme community. Um, and it's just incre- it's incredible that that like the same exact scene, like five seconds apart, you have two two memes. Uh, I think SpongeBob is the king of meme content because so many uh, episodes have had have had still shots have become massive memes, and it's great to see Nickelodeon embrace that. They've made toys. There are collectibles, SpongeBob collectibles that are based off of the memes, um, and uh, some people might see that as. Uh, like you know, ca- like cashing in on it. I know that you know when companies try to lean into onto memes to advertise, it feels dirty. It's like that's not what they're made for. But SpongeBob, let them do it. Let them make the toys. Let them make their figures. To me, it's not cringy at all that they wanna they, they wanna celebrate SpongeBob. Um, I love it. But this is an episode where uh, SpongeBob gets the feeling that he he wants to leave his current world and he wants to be completely uh encapsulated as a wild animal he wants to live among jellyfish which is so weird after after having the episode that we had uh jellyfish jam you would think that spongebob would you know want to stay away from giant crowds of jellyfish and nope but he he gets that he gets that bite and wants to wants to be a, a part of it um so we are going to watch Nature Pants together. Uh, I don't know why I had a, a brain fart there for a second. Uh, this episode came out September eleventh, nineteen ninety nine. Uh, it is the first episode of the of the. It's the first part of the ninth episode. Um, it was written by Paul Tibbet, Mark O'Hare, and Peter Burns. The storyboard artist was Mark O'Hare. Paul Tibbet was the storyboard. The animation was Sean Dempsey, and of course our creative director Derek Dryman. Um, so. This, other than it's it's a meme relation, this really isn't a a super important episode in the in the lore of SpongeBob. We don't really have any massive debuts in this episode, um, but it just kind of shows how caring SpongeBob's friends are. You know, when he just up and leaves, everybody does kind of get a little concerned for him, and especially at the end when they when they welcome back with open arms. Um, it's a wonderful feeling. So we'll start this episode. Uh, of course, you can follow us along from the complete first season. Uh, as usual, we will be watching this on Amazon Prime. Uh, but if you also have uh, the, I believe the DVD, SpongeBob Goes Prehistoric, if you have the the uh, VHS for Hall Monitor, or if you have the uh, first 100 episodes, uh, by all means, follow along. Um, and we will be back right after this. 2,000 years later. Welcome back to the show. I got nature pants ready to go. I didn't plan that at all. That was literally off the top of my head. That is a nice little rep uh, for the for the ready crew out there. Anyway, if you are going to join us, by all means, have your episode ready at the beginning of the title card. We skipped the intro for some reason on this show. Um, I get I get that question actually a lot from some of you members of the Ready Crew. Um, we've never heard you the- sing the theme song. It it will happen one day on this show when I get the right musical guest. 
We'll do a debut of uh, a debut, a duet. We'll we'll have a debut of the duet of the theme song. So don't you worry. It'll eventually happen. But anyway, we're going to start this episode right now. Here we are, Nature Pants. We'll get some of that music out there so you can hear it and know that you're following along. Uh, I believe right at the beginning of this episode, SpongeBob is having a daydream um, while cooking patties. There we are. Look at all that steam. Look at the crabby patties going. Um, man, wouldn't you like to try one of those? I don't know. It's fish food. I, I would try a crabby patty for the... For the glory of it, you know, it's a crabby patty, but I don't think it would be good for humans. Um, I know Burger Beard was making it in um, in the second SpongeBob movie, Sponge Out of Water, but you know, what, he he could have changed the recipe a little bit for humans, you know, because I don't think they have beef underwater. So what's the meat? Here's SpongeBob just daydreaming that he's turning into a jellyfish. Um, I think for me, this would make a little bit more sense if in early episodes when jellyfish were around, he made it a point to say, you know, like just little tidbits because then this this would make some sense. I <laughs> The fact that he throws the fire extinguisher. Um, I hope all of you out there know how to use a fire, a fire extinguisher. If there's any children out there who don't know how to use one, by all means, you should ask your parents to at least show you what you could do with a with a fire extinguisher um you know they they sell them at like little ones at home depot or i believe they have them at like walmart or target many ones it's it's a good thing to have just in case there's a fire um and of course the the entire moral of this story is the grass is not always greener on the other side of the fence for those who have i'm sure any adults have heard that sentiment but um you know, it, for those that haven't, it's literally like when you when you think a, a life or having something would be better than what you already have. Sometimes you should appreciate what you have and not dwell on what you don't, because sometimes when you get that other thing, it might not be as great as you think it is. Uh, in certain cases, that doesn't uh, that doesn't work because sometimes it's pretty obvious when you want to you know have something new or be a part of something. But in other cases, I've had friends and family and even myself think that the grass is greener on the other side and when you're over there sometimes you don't get the chance to go back like ah you know what i wish i had the other stuff and then and sorry you don't um this episode uh does mark the debut of something important uh all reliable the uh the spongebob's treasured jellyfishing net i love that he gives a can opener to squidward as if as if Squidward, I like just. Oh wait, no, hold on. I was about to say Squidward doesn't use cans, but he loves canned bread, so maybe it's super appropriate that he uh, he gives Squidward the can opener. Uh, I love that he gives him the the phone books, but he's giving Patrick all reliable. Um, it's really weird that SpongeBob's giving away his stuff. He owns a lot more than what he's giving out. Um, I, oh man, I always, I always forget that in the early episodes, uh, SpongeBob, um, early episodes of SpongeBob, Sandy didn't have her tail animated on the outside of her suit, which I think is one of the better, the better changes of a character design wise that we've seen. Um, 
a lot of people prefer the season one look of, of SpongeBob and his friends compared to future seasons. Um, I really think season two and three have, have the, like the absolute best designs. Um, cause like, Spon- you know, <laughs> Patrick's, uh, eyebrows, I've never been a fan of in season one. And even at some points of season two, they're still like, they look like that. Um, I love their, their future look of just like the, the, the bold Z's as a, as eyebrows here, SpongeBob completely naked out in jellyfish fields. I love the jokes of, of blocking his lower regions, um, you know, as if as if he has anything down there. It's just funny when they put in that little extra effort to try to hide something, even though it's not there. Um, and it's it's amazing how close to jellyfish they are to bees. The, the buzzing, the fact that they live in a hive like that. Uh I don't think there's anybody out there like we, we've talked about this before. Like, what is the real world equivalent to jellyfishing? I mean, it. Uh, in a way, it is fishing. You can fish with a net. We talked about this with Jordan on a on a previous episode, my friend Jordan. But as far as bugs, like what you would collect, what you would actually go out with a net and, and try to get, I don't think there's anybody out there who catches bees, which, you know, bees are the equivalent to jellyfish in, in, in their world. So I don't know. Um, SpongeBob trying to live among the jellyfish is just, it's just a funny idea. Sandy knows what she's doing over here, trying to woo SpongeBob back. I mean, the fact that they were, Sandy and Squidward were so sure he was going to come back on his own anyway, I don't think they should have tried interrupting his his process. Uh, because although the, the smell of the Krabby Patties and what Patrick has to say, I imagine, does help, I, I think SpongeBob, give him a day or two, he would have been back anyway without this, without this stuff. Um... One thing I forgot to mention in the beginning, this is one of those episodes that the the grill, they decided to put the grill of the Krusty Krab at Squidward's party here. Um, they try to put the grill of the Krusty Krab on the on the other wall. Um, they do this one of the most notable times they, they do this uh, this movement of of uh, cooking wear is in your shoes untied when SpongeBob forgets how to tie his shoes. And um, when he has to shuffle to bring Squidward the Krabby Patty, the grill is on the other side of the wall. So, of course, they, they change the side of the grill when it suits them. I wonder if it's just Mr. Krabs waking up one morning going, I think the grill should be on this end. Um, there's things like that that I, I think about. Now, Patrick choosing to attack SpongeBob or catch him and put him in a jar. <laughs> it's just... It's such a funny concept. It's it's a this is the reason why they probably made the episode. I I can't this is the funny part. Not SpongeBob trying to live in the wild with the jellyfish. That's funny, but not as funny as this. I also love the effect that we got to see another snail and and a wild snail at that. And it's a massive one too. Snails are, you know, they're cats basically. Uh, in the in in the sea, so a big snail like that. I wonder if it's just going out in the wild and finding a bobcat. And uh, here we are. We have very two. There we go. One iconic scene of SpongeBob breathing very heavy behind the rock, and then looking up. Second iconic scene right there of Patrick hanging at the top. And and I don't. I gotta. I would have to look up the origins 
of of those memes. But I think I don't think they happened at the same time. I don't think someone put those two together. Um, maybe they did. Uh, <coughs> but when I first saw them, I saw the Patrick one first in in a couple memes, and then it was like two weeks later I saw I started seeing the SpongeBob one. Um, SpongeBob actually going into the. This is one of my favorite quotes in the whole in the whole episode coming up. SpongeBob's in the jellyfish hive. He eats a little bit of jelly here, and it's what he says when the jellyfish come home. <laughs> my my jellyfish brethren are returning. <laughs> that I I don't care how old you are. That is funny. That there, there's not a lot of physical classic humor on um on spongebob like that but that is perfect to me that is absolutely 100 percent. i love it it's just it that's humorous no matter how old you are um and if you don't like spongebob spongebob meme history i want to find this out because this is an important episode we got to know this information um trying to i don't know if anybody has tried to sleep outside without a tent with like no blanket just on the cold ground it stinks I, not that I've ever tried it on purpose, but uh, here we go. We got we're getting some memes here. Of course, we got Chicken SpongeBob, um, Tired SpongeBob, and then Savage Patrick. Vox doesn't have a good timeline. Vox's page that I just found out was just um, the story SpongeBob. Tired meme history. There we go. There we go. Know your meme. That's that's a reliable website for this. Notably, the frame comes only a few seconds before the image that was used in the Savage Patrick meme on March twenty second, two thousand eighteen. Uploaded uh, a user on Twitter. Uploaded the uh, the first tired SpongeBob um, that started going around, and then so let's see. So that was March twenty second. Let's see, Savage Patrick. When was that? February 26th. Uh, all right, so February. So, yeah, Patrick was first, and then SpongeBob came a month later. Here we go. Welcome home, SpongeBob. It's great to see that Squidward was able to come out as well and uh, help celebrate with this. They have some Krabby Patties. They decorated his house. He's still naked. <laughs> Putting on his hat is absolutely more important than putting on his pants. Uh, but then, of course, there we go. Squidward having his pants. And, of course, he's got all the uh, the itchies. And everybody starts getting itchy. Nice little group hug. I, I think this is the first moment that our core five characters have, have been right there with each other. Um, and it's I love that, that still frame. Um for those that don't know, I've mentioned it before, but this first season of SpongeBob, and that was the end of the episode, uh, the first season of SpongeBob is the only season that was done um, traditionally, traditional animation with, with cells and whatnot. Uh, I would love to own that that cell of all the characters hugging there. That has to be uh, one of the harder to find, probably rarer pieces of the whole SpongeBob art scene, which I've gone down that rabbit hole a few times, and it is... It can get pretty expensive. Um, 
you know, there there's certain shows that were traditionally animated for for a long period of time. Uh, so it's very easy to get cell animation from those shows. SpongeBob, it's that first season. Um, so for collectors, that's that's a big deal. I don't own one of those yet, but at some point in my life, I'll own a, a cell of animation from SpongeBob. Um, so yeah, that was that was Nature Pants. Um, like a, not an important episode by all means, but but a, not an important episode in the world of SpongeBob. An important episode in our world. For the memes it came that that it got from, uh, but also it's just a funny episode from beginning to end. It's just humorous. Uh, just it shows you know people who daydream and just go off and do what they want. Um, I absolutely love it. I it's it's one of my my favorites of season one. Um, I don't know if it's number one, but it it, it would be in my top ten um, just because of just how funny it is from beginning to end. Uh, so many jokes, visual jokes, um, uh, uh, spoken jokes. It's 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 just a la- to me. It's it's great. It's one of those episodes that um, if someone didn't know SpongeBob, I would show them that. Ep- I would show them Nature Pants. It would be like out of hey, here's here's a bunch of episodes you should watch. Nature Pants would be one of them. Um, so that's it. That's it for this episode of the show. Please, if you're listening to this before July 1st, join us July 1st, 2020, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Mixer, mixer.com slash squarecast, or, or just search for us. Uh, by all means, go and find the page uh, before then. Follow us on Mixer uh, and share, 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 share episodes of the show. Uh, share the information about about the uh, stream to, to wherever you can. Obviously, I don't, you know, your friends on Facebook, maybe they don't care for SpongeBob, but if you're a part of a, a SpongeBob fan page or a meme, a meme group uh, or part of a SpongeBob Discord, by all means, share that this show exists. Uh, let's grow this together. Uh, I love all of the Ready Crew, and join me next time for another episode of SpongeBob. Have a good night, everyone. Stay safe out there.